God. I guess I don't have to tell you where Brother Moore is because I just did. Good news is we're here. We're having church. The Lord will help us. Amen. Everybody's smiling. Those that aren't smiling can. It's a choice. It's a choice. Amen. When you got the joy of the Lord in you, you really can't say, I don't really, I don't have any, you don't have an excuse not to smile. You have the joy of the Lord in you. So we, we can always smile through everything and anything that comes our way because we know how it ends. Amen? The, the, the end of our story is always victory. Glory to God. And so we don't have, you know, it, it kind of, I was telling somebody they were worrying about something that was going on in their life, and I said, yeah, I've done that, and I'm still here. Look where we are today. Because every time God brings you through, and, and the worry didn't help you one bit. Jesus' word's still true. It didn't, it didn't add one, one inch to your height. Right? Right? Now, it might add a cubit to your stature because some people who worry eat. <laughs> so we, won't, we won't go there because that's outside, the, that's outside the word, so we're not adding to it. He said it won't, so glory to God. Let's look at Habakkuk 3 to start today. And uh, let's believe God together. He, he's got good things for us. He's, he's a good God doing good things. And, uh, and these, are, these are things that we want to know as truth. Uh, so often we get caught in our minds reading Bible stories, looking at things that, that are not truth to us. They're, they're a story that happened long ago. And, and in doing that, you take the power out of it. Uh, Karen was talking about Joseph. That, that wasn't just a wives, a wives' tale or a fairy tale. That was a man that was on this earth that lived a godly life that prospered through great stress and, and led a nation out. Amen? And, and that's, a, that's not a story. That's a report. That is an account. That is an account. And, and when we look at things today, we want to look at them as an account. Every time there was a healing, it, was, it happened. It was an actual person. They, 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 they couldn't see and they did. They couldn't move and they did. The, the devil was oppressing him and he was gone. Uh, these, are, these are accounts. They're, they're not stories. They're not, they're not fairy tales. They're not uh, Paul Bunyan right? <laughs> and Babe the Blue Ox. It's not that. Those are, great, those are great stories for your kids. You want to read? Those are stories. But, you know, when we read those, we need to make sure that, that we, they, we interpret properly. Remember Jesus said, be careful how you hear. Uh, it's, it's, it works both ways. You want to be careful how you hear his word, and you want to be careful how you hear other words. You need to rightly divide what you're putting in your ears. Amen? The word of God is truth. It happened. It's happening. It never stops happening, right? There's, there's things that are in the Word of God from eons back that are happening today still. Healing, still, still available, still happening, right? Bought and paid for. Going to look at it a lot today because God's a good God, and He didn't quit being good because it wasn't a story. It was a report. It was a report. Look at, look at Habakkuk 3, verse 2. 
Lord, we have heard thy speech. Let's look at that in the NIV. I just like it in the NIV. Not, not that me and King James aren't tight, but... Yeah, this one's good. Lord, I have heard of your fame. You know, that's what we want. I mean, when you, it's his fame. This is, this is who he is. It, fame is to report all thoroughly. We've heard the report. We've thoroughly heard about what you do, who you are, how you do it, when you do it, why you do it. We've heard of your fame. And not only have we heard it, because we've heard it, we're, we believe it, so we stand in awe. Standing in awe is in, oh, that is stunning. I believe that. That's not all. Right? You say, wow, that's too good to be true. God's not too good to be true. He's true. He's true. Every word's true. Every action's true. Everything he ever did was true. And, and if you've heard of his fame, and that's what you need to hear, you need to hear that report, that thoroughly reported word that's true. There's no additives in it. There's a, he, he doesn't, why do you need to add something to he was blind and now he sees? But what do you need to add to that? See, there's no, you don't need to add or subtract for that because you can't. When, when, when you've heard of his fame and you stand in awe of his deeds, in other words, th- this is true. The only reason you'd st- stand in awe is because you believe it. You believe it. Glory to God. And, and, and then they said, oh, Lord, renew them in our day. Sounds like the prayer in Acts where they said, Lord, stretch forth your hand and heal. Right? Stretch forth your hand that we might speak the word boldly and the healing and signs and miracles in Acts. You guys remember that verse? I hope so because I don't have it in my notes and I'd have to have them find it. It's in somewhere in about chapter 4. How about that? You want to find it again? I was listening to somebody said they remembered chapters. I'm like, phew, I remember verses. And I remember how, where they are. By, I've, my Bible's old enough that I can turn and say, it was about here. The page looked like this. Right? <laughs> Glory to God. He's a good God. He's doing good things. And we stand in awe of, awe of him. And, and we want those works renewed day after day, after day, after day, in our lives, in the lives of our brothers and sisters. You know, if you don't feel good that day, you still need to have, say, can you renew your works? Renew your works. Why? Because somebody don't. Is that good English? Somebody don't. That's how it's going to be today, so get used to it. Amen? Because, because your brother or your sister, they may be going through something, and the word still works. Renew it. And, and when you pray for somebody, say, Lord, renew that in their life. Revive the goodness of God that's put in their heart through the Holy Spirit. Revive your love and bring it up in them so that, so that they know and feel and experience your goodness today. What a good prayer for somebody. You guys can pray that for me every day. I'd be okay with that. People say, well, won't he just do that? You know what? He's just told us to ask. He's told us to pray. Why? Because you, you can't love. <laughs> well, I just know God's going to do something good for me. That feel, do you feel the love in that? Boy, but if you, if you pray for somebody, you loved them. You loved them enough that you took the time to mention their name to God. Glory to God. I'd like to know somebody mentioned my name to God. 
Not because I need it, because they love me. When you, when, you, when you start working out of love, you'll start seeing results that you never saw before. You start praying in love. When, when, the, when the Holy Spirit that shed, abroad, that shed that love of God abroad in your heart, then you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. That love begins to come forth, and you begin to pray at a level that you didn't pray before. Why? Because your compassion now is out there. The compassion of God is out there. You know, it wasn't like when Jesus saw the crowd and he was moved with compassion. Why? Because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And his heart went out. He, was, he wasn't feeling sorry for them. His heart went out to him and said, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. They're why I'm here. And when we pass by somebody every day and, and we say, and they tell us, oh, we're just not doing too good. Things of this is happening. The doctor said this. The bill collector's over here. You know, I just, I just haven't been having a good time. And you say, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here today. This is why God put me at this point in time right here, right now. Why? Because you've heard of his fame. You've heard of his fame. And, and you stand in awe of his deeds. And you're, you're praying for renewal of those deeds in their life right now. Glory to God. What, what a good prayer. If, if you needed healing, you'd want a renewal of healing in your life. Right? Glory to God. People say, well, when you're born again, aren't you already healed? Yeah, but do you see your brother and sister that says pray for people, that pray for one another, that you might be healed? Doesn't, doesn't say think about the scriptures that your brother and sister might be healed. Obviously, most of the time, if... If, if a prayer is required for you, then you need it, right? And if the person praying for you doesn't want to pray for you, then they're probably not the right person. You, you might want to find that person that can operate in love and compassion, not, not sympathy, not I feel sorry for you. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't feel sorry for you. I feel good for you because God put you in my path today or God put me in your path today. Amen? Pray for one another that you might be healed because you don't know what healing they require. Their checkbook may need healing. Their body may need healing. Their mind may need healing. Every day, God will put somebody in front of us, which is totally off my notes, but there we go. That's where we're headed today. Amen? But, but, but to, to, to do this, you have to know the Father. You have to, he's got to be famous to you. He's got to, he's got to have meaning in your life. You've got to know who he is, what he does, why he does it. And, and, you, and you, you, can, you got to be surprised when somebody tells you something that's not true, right? Be careful how you hear. Think about this. People say things about God all the time that aren't in the Word of God. But boy, they sound really good, you know? Like, you know, I was sick, but I learned so much through my sickness. I just know God did that for me. God did that for you? No, but it, boy, it sounded good because they came out and they, they got this great story. I like it when I learn before I'm sick, right? I like it when I learn before my bills don't get paid. I like it when I learn before the problem, right? I, I don't like to learn the hard way. I didn't like teaching my daughter the hard way. In fact, is I didn't teach her the hard way. I taught her the very soft way. Doesn't matter, right? Well, that was good to her. Amen. 
And, and I don't, I, you know, I didn't say, here, honey, you're three years old. It's time to learn what, what hot is. Here's the stove. <laughs> I wouldn't have a daughter, right? People say these things, and if you're not careful how you hear, right, you've got to hear it according to his truth. You know, you've got to hear it according. And, and people say, well, how do we know what God's like? How you know what God's like is you read about Jesus, right? Look at Hebrews, uh, what is it, Hebrews it's in Hebrews 1, 1 and verse 3. It says the son, let's go back to me and King James, two peas in a pod. <laughs> Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, he was the very character of God. That is why the Pharisees could not handle him because what they believed about God and the truth coming out did not match. And so they could not handle him. And, and when he said something, it didn't match their theology. And, and the truth of the matter is most of the Word of God does not match theology. Right? Because it's not a theory. It's truth. It, it is truth. It, it, it will always be truth. And, and he's the express image. If you, wanted, you know, if you wanted to know me, you would need to know my express image. In other words, you could, you could take something I said wrong if somebody else said it for me. Like, say I stood up here and said, you should eat vegetables, they're good for you. And then, <laughs> see, it's a lot of people know me. But then somebody, else, then somebody else went out and said, Dave just said vegetables are good. No, I didn't say vegetables are good. I said vegetables are good for you, right? But you got to be careful how you hear especially if you're going to quote somebody else or you're going to tell a story or an account or if you're going to be the reporter, you need to know the story. So if we're going to report on God's fame, we need to first of all be in awe of his deeds because that means you believe them. And then we need to look at them and, and rightly divide the word of truth, see why it says what it says, see what he did, see, look at Jesus, look at what he did. You know, Jesus even said to people who didn't believe him, and he said, he, what is it, John 10? He said, he said, even if you don't believe me, believe, believe in the works. What's he saying? If you don't believe that I am who I say I am and the Son of God, because that's what they were talking about. He says he's the Son of God. Who is he to say he's the Son of God? He said, if you don't believe that, look at the works. In other words, they look just like God. Why? Because they are. And that's what he was saying. He said, he said, even if you don't believe what I'm telling you, that I'm the Son of God, look at the works and then adjust. Right? Because I think in the very greatest verse, he said, then you can repent, right? <laughs> it's right, right around there. And, 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 that's, and that's, what, that's what we're looking to do. But the fame of it is, is we gotta, we've got to know who he is. It, it, you know, you can't just, when you hear of that fame, you've got to believe that it's the word of truth, that, it's, that it is an actual account that's being reported, right? Healing, in, in the area of healing, so often we've looked at it and we've read these stories. And see, I'm trying to get rid of that word story because they are not stories. They are accounts. They are an account of the life of Jesus as he walked through this earth ex being the express image of the Father. And so, so when we read these accounts, we want to look at them and say, this is my God. This is who I serve. 
This is what he's like. This is what love does. You want to know what love does? Watch Jesus. This is what love would do every time. Well, he chased people out with a whip. Yep. He did. Why? Because they were selling offerings. God don't like people getting hurt. Right? There's a time to chase people out with a whip. But there's also a time to draw in the sand. Right? See, that's what messes people up. When they think it's time to judge, God says, no, don't. Stop that. And when they think it's time to love, and, and, and oh, that person's really hurt, and we need to give to them, give money, give money. And God says, no, they need to go and do this. And you're like, oh, but God, we could fix it. Yeah, you could fix it, and they'll never be fixed. <laughs> That's semi-popular. <laughs> Glory to God. Go to Acts 10, 37. And how do we find out about this fame? How did people find out about this fame? It says, that word, I say, you know, which was published. What was it? It was published. How was it published? Did they have, did they have newspapers back then? That, that people threw the door, you know, people wrote, threw them in the doorway. And people, this was published by people. This people, over, you know, and people think this was a small area. This was a huge area that he did this in for, for having no TV, no social media. It was published throughout all Judea and Galilee after the baptism which John preached. In other words, the word was preached after the baptism of John. The word of what? Verse 38. How God. This is they're talking about his fame now. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. What are they saying? This, this is the, he's, this is our report, folks. We want to tell you today that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power, and He went around. And we could say it like this today. And He goes around doing good through His people and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. For God is with us. Amen. Amen? But the report that day was he, he was good. He is good. He went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil, all that were oppressed of the devil. Anybody that had oppression, he healed. Right? And see, people believed that. There were, there were whole cities that brought their sick why? Because they believed that he healed all that were oppressed of the devil. They would, if they heard he was coming, what what'd they hear? Did you hear about Jesus? He's coming, and he heals every person that the devil suppressed. Right? right. right? Look at, let's look at a couple. Let's look at a couple. Look at uh, Matthew 9. Matthew 9, starting verse 26. Healing is ours. You know, and people people wonder sometimes why they don't they don't but why why not why aren't I healed why aren't I healed? Well, your question answers your question, right? <laughs> our, our question many times answers our question. Most of the time, when I ask God something, it's just like that, and He says, "Well, you just answered yourself, right?" God wonder why this didn't happen. He said, "Because you wonder why it didn't happen, <laughs> right?" Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, so, so many times we will answer our own question 
And God's so good and loving, he'll say, yep, there you go. There you go, right? Matthew 9, 26, and says, and the fame, what? The thoroughly reported acts of Jesus went abroad into all the land. The thoroughly, and you know, wouldn't it be so good to have thoroughly reported stuff today? Huh? I'm not talking about on the news. That ain't, that ain't gonna happen. That's like peace in Israel. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a, you know what? We'll pray for the peace of Jerusalem. There's also there's always gonna be enemies outside the camp. But not, I'm not gonna wonder whether the news is gonna report right because I'm not gonna believe the news. Right? Right? I'll, be, I'll I'll do like Jesus if I don't believe it. At least believe the works. I'll watch what happens. Then we'll know what what they did. Right? Amen. It said the fame, but I can believe this. What 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 went out? He what what was what was the word that went abroad? He's doing good. He's doing all things well. The deaf people hear, the blind people see, the lame people walk. He's doing good. Glory to God. This is this is the word that was being published, and it was going abroad into all the lands. Verse next verse. And when he departed thence, I'm not sure where thence is, but that's where he was headed. <laughs> two men, two blind men followed him. Why? Because they heard the report. Well, you don't think they just put verse 26 in there just because. They wanted people to understand that they heard and believed. No other reason to follow him unless you believe. Nobody who doesn't believe Jesus is following him today. If you don't believe in Jesus, believe in, in, the, in that he is the Godhead bodily, or was the Godhead bodily, and that he's seated at the right hand of God, the Father today, forever making intercession for you, you're not following him. Why? Because you don't believe. Amen? But to all those who believe, to all those who believe, they're following him. Why? Because he's good, he's doing good, in healing all that are oppressed of the devil. It doesn't matter what's oppressing you. It doesn't matter what's coming against you. He's good, and he'll heal. It says, everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word saved, preserved, healed, delivered. How many words do you want to put in it? Everyone are prosperous. All of them are good. And every person, no matter what position you're in in life, and I've heard story after account after account, yeah. So you know what? How do we grow up? We grow up hearing stories. Did you hear that story? Did you hear that story? Did you hear that story? You know what? Most of them, that's what they are. But with Jesus, they're not a story. They're an account. And I hear account after account of people who have been in trouble, and all they did was call out the name of Jesus. And so many times, in fact, is every time, I'm not going to say so many times, Every time you're in trouble, if you will call out that name, you will be saved. Whatever situation, whatever circumstance, whatever is going on, if you call out that name, you'll be saved. Look at what happened with these guys. Back to verse, the two men flying, what are they doing? Calling out, calling out, crying, son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, love me, love me. Have kindness towards me. That's what they asked for. Did you know you cannot ask God for kindness and love and not get it? He is kindness and love. Right? 
Now, you could ask him for a lot of other things, and you couldn't get it because he's not that. But when you ask for what he is, he is merciful. He is kind. He, do, he is love. And all those things, when you cry out, you'll get them. And they cried out and said, Son of David, have mercy on us. Verse, next verse. And when he was come into the house, the blind man came to him. And Jesus said, you believe that I'm able to do this? He asked him a question. You know, in today's church, they'd say, what are you saying? I'm not in faith. I'm not in faith. Oh, I guess you don't think I'm in faith. Well, I'm in faith. I am in faith. I'm in faith. I don't know why it hadn't happened yet because I'm in faith. I get to see these blind men. Jesus, you know I'm in faith. You know what they'd be? Blind. Right? It's offense is the enemy of faith. Offense is the enemy of love. Offense, if you take offense at something that somebody else says, most likely they don't know, so it's not hurting them, but it's keeping you back from a whole bunch of things that God would like to do for you. Get, get rid of offense. Be unoffendable. Amen? Believe you that I'm able to do this? And you could, almost, you could say, I looked up the word able, actually, in this case, and it means a lot of different things. One of the things it means is, believe you that I have the power to do this? That the power is within me to do this? And, and almost saying, do you actually believe in who you believe I am? Do you believe in who you called me? Do you believe I am the son of David and can have mercy on you? And they said, yeah, absolutely, Lord. They weren't, they weren't wavering one bit. Yay, Lord. When God asks you if you believe, that's the right answer. Yay, Lord. But the next thing that's going to happen is going to tell him whether you believed or not. The, how do we know they believed, they really believed? It's not just because they said, yay, Lord. He touched their eyes and then he said, according to my power. Oh, no. According to my ability, because they, he asked if, he, if they believed he was able. No. And see, that, that's so many, that, that is how we hear so many times. We, re, we read this account and we say, oh, it was Jesus. Jesus said, I'm doing this according to your faith, not according to what you just said. According to your faith. You said you believe I have the power to do this. So according to your faith in that statement, I'm going to do this. Amen? And, and, and then you find out if they had faith. Because one thing Brother Moore always says, and it's, it's going to be true forever and ever and ever, that when you're in faith, things are getting better. <laughs> when you're in faith, things are getting better. Do you realize that if you're in faith, even if it doesn't look like things are getting better, they are? And then things will look like they're getting better. Amen? So he, t- he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. In other words, whatever you believe, I'm g- you can have right now. That's what he said. Whatever you believe you can have right now, in verse 30, and their eyes were open. What did they believe? That he could do what, what he, they were asking him to do. And, and see, that. so we have to rightly divide that. Again, yes, it was Jesus, but he didn't take this off the earth. He did not take this power off the earth. In other words, he said, you go. You go. You lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. You, you, and there's so many things that we, we look at these things, and as, if we read them as the past... This isn't the past. This is an ongoing work in the body, in the through in and through the body of Christ right now in the earth. If we will take it up, 
if we won't get offended if somebody asks us if we believe. Right? <laughs> if we will believe this is true. If we will say, we've heard of his fame, and it's right now, right here, today. It, ha- it happened then. It's happening now. It's happened ever since then. You know what? There are millions and mil- and I, w- I will say there's millions since Jesus came to earth of testimonies of healing through the, through the name of Jesus Christ. It started in the book of Acts, and it never stopped. We get stacks of them weekly. Well, we're just one ministry. How many other ministries are getting same, those same kind of stacks? Why? Because it's being published over and over and over again. What's being published? That he went about doing good and healing all those that are pressed to the devil, and he is, he is seated at the right hand, and, and he made us to be just like that here on the earth. And those things are still happening through his word, through his people. These things are still happening. Healing is not something that we have to attain to. It's something that we already have. Amen? And, and, and we're not trying to get God to do something. He's already moved. What we're trying to do is believe the report that's already been spoken. Amen? He, he's, he's still doing good and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. If you're oppressed in any way today... Keep listening. Keep listening. We're not leaving here oppressed. If it's in your head, if it's in your mind, it it started somewhere where it shouldn't be, on a Christian child of God. We don't got to have these things, and we're not going to have them today. Amen? Glory to God. He's he's doing good. I like this sermon. I get this myself. He He touched their eyes. And he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. And so many times that's what he would say to us. And that, that's when we have to watch what we just heard. Why? Well, because I've prayed before and nothing happened. Right? Well, I knew this great person, and they believe God for healing, and they're in heaven now. You know, there's, there's a thousand reasons to unbelieve but that doesn't change his fame. That doesn't change the published report. That doesn't change what God said. That doesn't change one thing in the book. God never changed. He's always been a healing good God. He's still a healing good God. He'll always be a healing good God. And if you want the healing in the good, you can have it. If you're looking for something else, you'll have to get it out of a fairy tale like I prayed and didn't. Because that's a fine-sounding argument that doesn't work with the Word. I mean, I could ask people to raise their hand right now in this place and say, do you know somebody that you really felt like God would heal and they didn't get healed? And everybody in here would raise their hand. Right? But you don't know. You don't know where they were. You don't know what their heart was. You don't know what they were believing. And And people say, well, they told me what they believed. You know what? Telling somebody what you're believing, most of the time, Brother Moore just did three messages on this in the, in the Southwest Believers Convention that would be good for people to get a hold of because many times we say, that's what we're believing. We're believing, we're believing, 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 believing. So it's a, word, it's a new word, believing, B-L-E-A-V-I-N, believing. And I think that is what you're doing. You're believing because you ain't believing. 
There's many times I've been believing, but I ain't been believing. And so many times it's become a traditional answer because it's easy. It's as easy as saying, well, you know, maybe God just didn't want to do that. That was easy. There's a good, there's a good answer. God just didn't want to do that. And there's nowhere in the Bible that would back you up on that. Right? And so at some point, you've got to get back to what I talked about a couple Friday nights ago. Whatever I don't understand doesn't matter. God's good and he does good. I don't need to understand anything else. God's good and he's doing good. That's what he's going to do forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And after he's done with that, he's going to do it forever. Right? Glory to God. Go to Mark 8, I think. No, not Mark 8. Don't go to Mark 8. Don't do that. I'll find where I want you to go. Oh, Matthew 14. Matthew 14, that's where I want you to go. You might go to Mark 8 later, but your thumb would be sore by the time I got there. Don't have to hold it that long. Matthew 14, another, another account of God's healing. And, and, you know, the one thing is, is, is we got to remember. Oh, and the last verse, and don't go back to that, but in the, the, the blind man being healed, the last thing Jesus told him, he said, uh, he straightly charged them, see that man, no man knoweth. But they, they went, when they departed, spread abroad his fame. And, you know, they didn't just tell people that they got their sight. They told people who gave them their sight, who he was. The son of David had mercy on us. So his fame was spread even further abroad. The reports were published of Jesus' goodness. Amen? In Matthew 14, it says, And having passed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. Yeah, that place there, Gennesaret. And, and, and having recognized him. Uh, I'm sorry, Matthew 14, 34. Matthew 13, 14, 34, there we go. They were, they were over into this land here, Gennesaret. I'm going with it. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, had knowledge of him, in other words, that when they knew who he was, he was recognized. Hey, did you guys see Jesus here? Jesus, yeah, the guy that heals everybody. Everything he does is good. He doesn't do anything bad. And, and think about this now. If you'll go just up into, I think, into this chapter, this is where he was in Nazareth. Right? right, He went here right after Nazareth where he could do no mighty works. What if they'd have got that report? Right? <laughs> what if they'd have believed that? Oh, did you hear about Jesus? Wasn't real. Went to Nazareth, couldn't do hardly anything. It's fading. Huh? You know, you, you hear that today in the churches. You know, yeah, we went to healing service, but man, only a few people got healed. Right? I've prayed and prayed. Didn't happen for me. Right? I, I, I had a need, and God didn't meet it. So what we're saying at that point is, my God meets all your needs according to his riches and glory is only true some of the time. Right? Remember what I told you last time I preached. If that ever happens, we won't be here anymore because the world will explode because his word is upholding the world. So if any time God tells a half-truth, even if he even tells a 99.9% truth, then the world's getting ready to explode and we're getting ready to leave. 
God's word never, ever, ever, never, never, ever, never, and then never times infinity changes. It's always true. It's every time true. If you don't understand something in it, it doesn't make it less true or written wrong. It, you need more understanding. Right? We need more light. It's not that he needs more light. God, you just, you missed it there. You've said this, but that's not what's happening. God's never missed it. He's never going to miss it. And, and when we start believing things, and they had the opportunity right there. He just got from Nazareth. He, he healed a couple of snotty noses and, and, you know, little bitty things. You know, no blind people saw, no lame people walked, no, yeah, you know, nothing big. What, what if they'd have believed that? They'd have recognized him and said, ah, has been. Right? Or they just said the same thing they said in Nazareth. Oh, we found out. He's just a carpenter. He's just a, he's just a carpenter. He, he's just a carpenter, and his, his brothers and sisters live right there. He, he's, he's, not, he's not who he said he was. I know the, that the two blind men that they published, that he was the son of David and had mercy on them. But Nazareth's reporting something totally different. We need to quit listening to the people reporting something totally different. If you got a good buddy that's telling you that it's okay and this just happens and there's nothing you can do about it, you need to not listen to them anymore. They can be your good buddy, but they cannot be your counsel. They, they, need, they need to shut up. Right? They're not helping you. Because when you recognize and believe who he is, when, when, you, when you hear of his fame that was published throughout all abroad through, where was it? Judea and Galilee. Amen? And, and, that, and, that's, and they kept talking about those areas, and that's what they talked about in Acts 10, too, that through Judea and Galilee, where, this was where it was all published. This is where the reports were coming from, and, and, this is where the, and these are the same places. Having recognized them, these men, the men of that place, sent forth. In other words, they went out and told everybody. They didn't just tell them Jesus is here. They told them who he was, what he'd been doing. He was good. He's doing good. He's healing everybody. And he said, get every person, every person that you know that's sick or diseased, anybody that's dealing with something, and bring them here because Jesus is here. That's what people ought to be saying about the church. That's what they ought to say. Hey, I don't know what's going on in your life, but come here. Get over there. There's stuff. If you're sick, you can be healed. If you're, if you're bound up, you can be delivered. If, you, if you're poverty-stricken, you can see the prosperity of the Lord. Whatever ails you is under the ale mixer. Right? Ale. A-I-L-A-L. <laughs> ale. He's an ale mixer. He mixes them out. Glory to God. I like that word. I'm making up new stuff all day. <clears throat> I'm reading this out of the uh, Young's Literal, by the way. I'm sorry. I didn't tell them that. Having recognized him, the men of that place sent forth all about the region, and they brought to him all. That's, that's faith. When you'll walk into somebody's house and say, hey, come on. And they say, no, come on. Come on, we're going. Jesus is coming. 
hey, get up, Jesus is coming, get them, get them, bring them, Jesus is coming, they're going to be healed. Amen? And, and you know what? And, and he said, he said, and they brought all who were ill, next verse, and, they, and were calling on him. What? Calling on him. You can't call on the name of the Lord without getting saved. And see, we've even taken that word and we've relegated it to one experience, one time at the altar. Do you realize every time you got healed, every time you got delivered, every time he brought you out, you were saved? You were saved. And you called on the name of the Lord and he saved you. He pulled, he rescued you. He preserved you. He made your life better than it was. Amen? And they were calling on him that they might, all they want is said, we don't even need to talk to you. You know, most people say, hey, when I go there, I need to counsel with the preacher. I need at least an hour for two weeks. If I can't sit down with him and he don't care enough, take my time. You know what? <laughs> if Jesus would have had that kind of time, he'd have got to like two people before he had to leave. <laughs> and most pastors would have the same problem. Right? Go over here and see if they like it. <laughs> right? I mean, people say, if Brother Moore can't come to the hospital, forget it. What? Forget you get healed? If, brother, if it can't be Brother Moore, forget it. Guess what? He sent me. He sent Jody. He sent Kevin and Susan. He sent one of y'all from the class. He sent somebody with the authority to pray in the name of Jesus, and you can be healed if you'll quit looking at stories and fairy tales instead of the truth of God's Word. Amen? You don't need but to call on the name of Jesus and touch the hymn, and you'll be healed. And we don't know how many people were brought. I don't know how big this area is. They don't have a population guide in the Bible. But I'm going to reckon there was a lot of people, a lot of people. And as many as did touch were saved. That word's healed in the King James, but saved. They called upon the name of the Lord and were saved. You know what? If you don't know Jesus today, you can call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. If you've got, if you've got sickness in your body today, you can call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. If you've got oppression in your mind if you've got anything that the devil would try any weapon formed against you cannot prosper when you call upon the name of the Lord it's all covered in the report in the report there's not one person that had an account of Jesus Christ that could say he couldn't do it for me he couldn't do it. I, 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 I checked with him. I, I tried. I said, Jesus, can you heal me? And he said, no. Sorry. God made you sick. You know, and that, that would be true. If God made him sick, there's no way Jesus could heal him. Because he was the express image of God, and he would have been the unexpress image of God right then. Unexpressed. That's a word, right? Seems, word, seems wordly. Amen? You can't, you can't do that. Every person that believed, every person that they brought, every person that, that made that act, that act of faith, 
We don't need to talk to you. We don't need a bunch of your time, Jesus. Just, just let us touch. Glory to God. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And, and you know, then, then you're, he can go, how many more places can he be now? Because all he had to do is walk. All he had to do is walk through the midst of them. And they believed that he was able to do this. And in, t- in touching that garment, they were healed. How, how many people are, are looking for something else than what, than what they need? You know, th- they've decided in their mind. I had somebody come to me one time, and they said, they said, you know what? We are believing for healing, and we've made a list of things Brother Moore is going to need to do <laughs> for this to happen. And, and I said, well, give me your list, <laughs> and then let's pray. And if the Holy Ghost tells Brother Moore to do this list, you believe he's led by the Lord, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Brother Moore led by the Lord. Okay, if he tells him to do this list, then that's what's going to happen. Never got a call on that, by the way. I, I don't know if they ever got what they were looking for, but maybe you get rid of the your your perception of how it should be, and, and you look at the Bible. You say, wait a second, you mean all i got to do is call on the name of the Lord and I'll be saved? All I have to do is say, Jesus, and I'll be saved? You mean I don't need this list that the devil had me write? Because it couldn't possibly have been God because it's not? All I need is to call upon the name of the Lord? Yeah. And, and you'll be healed. Whole. You know, I like that word that Jody used, restore. Let's look at that. I got it in here somewhere. Whew. This is good. Makes me happy. Make y'all happy? If it doesn't, you need to get over yourself. Matthew 12. Don't get offended because I said this. That'd be the devil trying to keep back from something that you got to have. Something you want to have. Glory to God. Matthew 12, verse 10. Back in the King James. Brother Moore told this uh, account in the Believer's Convention. It might have had a strong anointing on it. You could tell that there were people getting, receiving their healing while he was telling the story. They'll, they'll get reports, I know, because there's a strong anointing on it. But it, it's, it's true that when you talk about healing, people's faith should rise up. That's what we're trying to do today. Your faith should rise up. Not only if you, if you feel good, that's great. Somebody around you may not. You know, when Jody asked that question, a whole bunch of hands went up, the, the people that were being oppressed in some manner or another. And and we're in the world, so the devil's pretty pesky. I don't reckon he's going to stop pestering you just because you say, stop it. He'll stop for a season. Right? He stopped with Jesus for a season. Right? We got flesh. We got flesh to deal with here. Matthew 12, verse 10, And behold, there was a man which had his hand withered, 
And they ask him, saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? This is an excuse to not be healed. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's an excuse for them not to do the healing. It's, it is an excuse for them not to do the healing. It'd be me, like me saying today, I'm glad you came to church on Sunday. We don't heal. There's none of that stuff on Sunday. The healing can't happen. But if you'll come back during the week, maybe. But apparently this wasn't even happening during the week for them. Right? And, and, and you know what this does when, when tradition overrides love? It bothers God because it, 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 keeps, it kept this person with a withered hand. It kept the lady that was bowed over, bowed over for 18 years. Why, what was he really saying? She didn't need to be bowed over for 18 years. He didn't need to have a withered hand. But yet they were saying, is it, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? They, they, they might accuse him. And, and what... One, one, I think it's Luke maybe, that says it made Jesus mad at their hard heart. Uh, that's a Dave translation, but I think it says angry at, at the hardness of their heart. Why? Because any time that we get a traditional answer for why somebody can't have something, that grieves the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is also the express image of God. It, does, it goes about doing good and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. When it went into you, when you were saved, it, it, it made you whole. It fixed your heart, right? It made you whole. It, it, it gave you back what we lost in the garden. When the Holy Spirit, it gave you the very love of God and enabled you to be the child of God and the hands and feet of God in this earth. Amen? And, and when, when we refuse to use that, when we refuse to let that lead us, then it grieves the Holy Spirit. Because why? Well, you know, you could think, of, you know, I just didn't really feel like they could receive today. Really? Was that up to you? <laughs> you know, if the Lord tells you they can't receive today, that's one thing. But if you just don't feel like it, right? Maybe you woke up that morning and you're just not in a faith mood. <laughs> right? You're you're in you're, you're having a me ta- a me day. <laughs> Guess what? Everybody having a me day doing nothing for God that day. Right? If you need, if you need your me time, that 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 is minus God, because me time is selfish time. We need some quiet time, but the quiet time is with God. Right? <laughs> it's not me time. Where you sit and think about me. Because if you're going to sit and think about you, ain't nobody else getting helped. In fact is, when you come out of that me time, you're going to be worse off and the people around you are going to pay for part of that. Right? Me time. Me time. We, what, what did I say one time? We need we time. We time. When you, when you walk off to get quiet, say, i got to have some we time. Me, me and God have got to get quiet because I have not been listening right. Right? Me, we time. Glory to God. Where was I? Matthew 12. Is it, is it, is it uh, okay to heal on the Sabbath? No, no, obviously it's not. But Jesus didn't care about that. He said, he said unto them, What man there among you that shall have a sheep 
one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold onto it and lift it out. Um, how much then is a man better than a sheep? In other words, where is your, how, how are you accounting for this? You, you'll pull a sheep out, but it's okay for a child of God, a daughter of Abraham, if you will, to be sick. And, and see, these are excuses to not be healed. But when you look at his fame and you listen to the reports, then what you find is always an excuse to be healed, always a reason to call out to him, always a reason to believe in him. Why? Because you've heard of his deeds. You heard that he'll heal on the Sabbath. You heard he'll heal on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every day that ends in Y, he's going to heal on them. And there's nothing the devil can even do about it. And when you heard that, you believed it. And in believing that, you followed that word. And in following that word, you received everything that God wanted and nothing that the devil wanted for you. Two plans. Two plans. The devil has a plan for your life every day. God has a plan for your life. And if we take that plan and we follow it, we, we believe in who he is, we stand in awe of him every day. When you wake up, you're like, man, my dad is big. I remember when I was a little kid, and my dad's here today, but when I was a little kid, he was huge. You guys remember your dad? I don't care how tall he was, how broad he was. He's the biggest thing ever. And as Christians, if we would wake up in the morning, there's no devil in hell that can defeat our father. He's, he's huge. He creates planets. He creates universes. He created you and me and all the earth that you're walking on. Everything we can see and everything we've never seen, he created it. And he loves me. He loves me. He gave everything so I could be here. He gave everything so I could be his. He loves me. Glory to God. And if we'll refuse to let the devil suck that away from us in any form, through tradition, through lies, through any oppression whatsoever, if we'll refuse to let that happen, we'll have all these reports. These reports will be the reports about our life. They'll say, did you get sick when that came around? No, I didn't get sick. Why? Because God is good. He kept me. By his grace, he kept me. Did, did, did you, did, when the financial thing went collapsed, were you hurting? No. Why? Because God's good. He's good, and he preserves my life. He rescues me from destruction. When destruction's happening all around you, God's like, <laughs> glory to God. He his fame should be what we live on. There should never be a time where we become hopeless because we have the hope. We have the God, the Father, that will always and every time, if we'll do one thing, call on Him. Call on Him. Call on His name. Call on His fame. Call on the God the Father of all, the Son of David, the Merciful One, the One that's kind, the One that healed 
all those that were oppressed of the devil, call on him. Amen? Did we, did we finish this story? We better because it sounds like I'm wrapping up. <clears throat> he said, how much, mo- how much more, how much better, how much then is a man better than a sheep? In other words, where is your love? Where is your love? You know that God is love is in the New Testament, but that means he was love in the Old Testament, right? <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't go from being unloved to love. God, God didn't get saved, right? He, he, was, already, he was God already. He, he didn't need to be saved and repent and turn to be the loving God. He's always been a loving God. And everything he did from Genesis to Revelation was based on what was best for us. What could get them to me quicker? What could, how could I get my blessing into their life the, the easiest and best way? You know, people say, well, why did he kill all those people? Because that was the way he could get the blessing of God into these people's life because they couldn't have rebellious cells in their body. Right? We better go back to this. That's a whole other lesson. Where's your love? What, 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 why, it, why it is lawful do, do, to do well on the Sabbath day? Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath day. In other words, what day of the week is it wrong to do something good? Right? You know, people, people in this day and time would say, well, you know, i got to work. i got too much going on. I can't do that today, God. <laughs> or, well, it's Sunday. i got to go to church. I don't have time to give. <laughs> Somebody calls you on Sunday morning. Mm, love to talk to you. I know you're struggling. Got to go to church. <laughs> Remember I told that story a long time ago. I was uh, teaching Bible studies. I used to teach four or five a week uh, before this church started. And uh, I was at the store in Branson West working, and I had to get to Springfield for the Bible study. And I'm driving down the road, and this car starts sputtering in front of me. And, and, and I'm already being dealt with on how I talk when I drive. And <clears throat> this car <laughs> starts sputtering in front of me. And I'm on a two-lane highway, no shoulder, and they start sputtering. And they get over there, and I hear in the back of the mind, oh, they ran out of gas, they need some help. And I said, well, I can't. i got to get to Bible study. God stopped me right after I got around the front of the car and said, "You can't because you got to. You can't help somebody because you got to get to Bible study." Uh huh. Who can't we help because of church? The reason we can help people is because we know the Lord. We've heard of His fame. We stand in awe of His deeds. Renew them. Renew them in our in our time, in our day. Make them known. Make them known. Make them known. What's he saying? Publish them. Every time we walk out these doors, we should become the reporter. Publish the goodness of God. When somebody's got something going on in their life, publish the goodness of God. Don't tell them about your experience. Tell them about the truth. Don't tell them about what could happen or did happen or might happen. Tell them what God does for them. Don't make them known. Glory to God. That's what Jesus did. He made the works of God known, and by doing that, he manifested the works of the devil because he went about loving people and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. 
And by doing that, it shined a light on the tradition of men. It shined a light on the deceitfulness of, of the lies that had we'd been told and, and were being told. It shined a light on everything that would keep us back from being healed, from being saved, from being delivered, from being prosperous. It, it shined a light on his badness and shined a light on God's goodness. Amen? And when we walk out of here, we make it known. We don't just, we don't just say, well... Maybe he'll heal you sometime. Learn what you got to learn while you're in the bed. He's put you down so you can look up. <laughs> you know, they got to say it like that because it's so crummy. <laughs> he put you down so you can look up. <laughs> no. God don't put nobody down so they can look up. He gave them a neck for that. He said, you want to look up? Go like that. He didn't miss one part of the body. He didn't do one thing wrong. He's got it covered. Amen. He had it covered for this man. He said, I don't care if it's a Sabbath day. I love him. I love him. Stretch forth your hand. You know, and I like what Brother Moore says. It's true. He didn't say put forth your arm. He said, stretch forth your hand. He put his arm out, and now he said, stretch forth your hand. Why? Because it's something you can't do. That's what he's saying. You want to be healed? Do something you couldn't do because I've made you able. And he stretched forth his hand. And he was restored back to manufacturer's details. The manufacturer of that body said, that hand was made to do this. And he restored him back to the original. That's what Jesus does. That's the report that we should publish. He'll restore you back to the original. You were separated from God. I've redeemed you back to myself through the blood of my son, Jesus Christ. You are restored back to original. Who I always planned you to be is who you now are through Jesus Christ. If you were sick, now you're whole. If you were oppressed... Now you're free. Whatever was trying to hold you back, I've accomplished through my son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. And this is what we're making known today. This is what we're making known. If you're in here today, I've made known to you today that Jesus is the true son of God, that he died on a cross and he rose again, and he, he saved your soul from hell, and he healed your body from any sickness, any disease, anything that the devil would try to keep you back from. He's healed it. He's preserved your life. He's rescued you. He's pulled you out of the darkness and placed you into the light. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. I don't know if this is where I want to stop, but it feels, the, feels like the place to stop. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everybody that we talked about, every account that, that we saw, they reached out to God. They called on His name. They, they, they grabbed out for something they didn't have. And when you call upon the Lord, you're calling in the highest power. You, you, you skipped all the doctors. You skipped, and I'm not saying doctors are bad. 
When you call in the highest power, he may say, go see this doctor tomorrow. Right? He told the ten lepers to go see the priest, right? He's, yeah, but they were healed as they went. They did what he said. You may go to the doctor and be healed as you went. Or you may be healed at the doctor. But ain't no doctor, ain't no person doing something good if it's good and it's in this earth. It is God. No matter who came up with it, no matter what they thought, if it's good and it's in this earth. But today, there's a healing anointing in this place. And if you'll reach out and call on the name of Jesus, we don't have to come here and have hands laid on us. We have to reach out and call on the name of Jesus. You have to say it with your mouth, believe it in your heart, and you will be saved. And take that word and make it what you need because it is what you need. Salvation is every good thing that's in Jesus Christ, in, in the Lord, in the Father through Jesus Christ. And you can have it. You can have it. Everybody close your eyes. Raise a hand towards heaven. If you're hurting in your body, if you're hurting in your mind, if you're hurting in any way, if, if, if something's not been happening, if, if you've been seeking God and, and you're just not sure, if you're confused, that's a lie of the devil because he's trying to cross a lie with the truth. That's what confusion is. There is a truth. God loves you. He has a way. He made a way. And you're coming out. You're coming out. You're being restored. You're being recovered. You're, you were made new. Pray this with me. Jesus, I call on you, the Son of David, the merciful God. I call on you. I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. And I ask, heal me, keep me, preserve me, deliver me. Help me, and I will publish your report through all the earth. I receive my healing now in the name of Jesus. I stretch forth my hand. I jump on my knee. I am not crippled. I am the healed. I'm not lame. I am the healed. Cancer, you cannot exist in me. The greater one lives in me. And I am made whole, restored. Every rebellious cell, stop. Cease your maneuvers. You have no place. I am healed. I am whole. Oppression. Satanic oppression of the mind. You must go in the name of Jesus. I am sharp. I am bright. What God says is truth. I receive my wholeness from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, from my heart. Through my whole body, I am whole. 
my mind is my mind. I will think on the things of the Lord. The good reports I will publish His works in my life every day, every way. I receive it. Lord, I thank you. Now thank Him for it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing me, for making me free, for, for meeting my needs, for giving me abundance. Thank you, Lord. Whatever you just received, thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. And have it. Don't believe for it. Believe you have it. Because it's yours. You got a song?